You're listening to DraftKings Network. Everybody, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. In the first segment, oh man, we talk about a lot. Floyd Mayweather bringing that money team, the 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 cash squad. I don't know who's gonna <laughs> the, the the quit crew all the way out to England. He wants to buy a soccer team. He has no idea what he's talking about, but he wants to buy Newcastle. We also talk about Ronaldinho using illegal paperwork to get into a country he didn't even need paperwork you to bet. get into. What? There's something more to this story. What an oversight! Yeah. Uh, and in the second segment, we are joined by Rodney. Wallace, MLS hey. Cup champion Rodney Wallace with the, with the Portland Timbers, Costa Rican international, uh, former M- NYCFC player as well. Uh, we talk about, uh, you know, just playing the league, winning MLS Cup, getting beer thrown at you, and we talk about CBD. So there's a lot uh, to digest. <laughs> <A> lot happening. <laughs> so all this and more today on the Cooligans! Man, like troops, back again. About my blood clot, Yang, all of that. Man came on the Cooligans and shut the thing down. Make sure you watch. If you don't, you're a ham roll, blood. Yeah, baby! <laughs> All right. If you thought we weren't serious. Okay. That's my coronavirus test right there. I'm good. <laughs> Pass with flying colors. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm glad. I, that's, uh, I'm sure that's comforting to everyone watching. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. hey, uh, I was a little worried about the disease before I tuned into the cooligans. Are the cooligans good? <laughs> I know grandma just died, but I said, are the cooligans good? <laughs> okay. We must protect them at all costs. Okay. <laughs> we are important to this whole culture thing. What happens if we go? Hello, everyone. What uh, you gonna listen to? <laughs> yeah. Yes, this is uh it, this is not a you know a health uh, checkup show, it's a soccer show. Welcome to the cool again. My uh, name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerrero. All right, we're your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show on television. That ever that ever did exist. That ever did exist. And How- it's not just that. Okay. It's the most coronavirus free. <laughs> the other shows, uh, the other Matt show, coronavirus. They have, they have trace amounts at the very I, least I, of you coronavirus. Know what I mean? <laughs> like a suspicion. Like if there was a dog that could sniff out coronavirus and hang out by the, by the airport is what I'm saying. Like, he'll tell the owner like, hey, I, I, look, I'm not sure what's here, but something's here. I don't want to bark and set, set, set a lot of people off, but something's happening over here. Oh, we're also the gulliest show. <laughs> Hello. I, that's right. What's more gully than accusing other shows of having to do a coronavirus? That's right. Don't listen to to them, dude. <laughs> Don't watch them. You're going to get it. It's transmittable through your 60-inch screen television. Don't let the don't let the brightness of that screen touch your face. They said not to touch your face. The you blue light will give it anyway. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Uh, too it's many- not going to get smarter than this. <laughs> this is as dumb as we are the whole time. Too many things uh, to uh, to discuss uh, today. Obviously, uh, uh, over the weekend, uh, the the MLS games. Uh, the the Italy getting shut down. They shut the whole thing down. Oh my god! What 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 happened to the pizza industry out right? in, in Italy, bro? Are you worried, Alexis? I mean, they might fall from second best to New York to now third or fourth. <laughs> what? What? It's just, this is terrible. I mean, what a what a shocking slide <laughs> to go from from silver to potentially bronze. <laughs> 
That's a real shame. So uh, and that's kind of the big shock because we were talking how uh, bad pizza is in Italy, right? Because people <laughs> think it's where it's from, and yeah, that's what you're going to talk about. Yeah, right? of course, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very strong opinions on Italian pizza. <laughs> uh, no, but a couple of weeks ago we were talking about the uh, in, in China the people that were quarantined because of the coronavirus mm-hmm. and, they, and uh, they had to be like stuck at home. And we made a whole plea to Fubo and saying like, hey, we got to get Fubo in China because everybody's yeah. stuck at home and this is a perfect opportunity to watch. It's marketing. It's marketing. <laughs> but right. Now we got to move Fubo over to Italy. Hey, <laughs> it's the cool again, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes. That's really all we got. Yeah, yeah, they would love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Formaggi. That means cheese. I really I'm kind of at the end of my <laughs> knowledge there. So uh but but this is a big shock because uh Serie A is uh is sh- uh, shutting down, right, to my knowledge, right? They they are well they played a couple games behind closed doors in northern Italy, but now the whole country somebody went like poof, you know. What I, mean? yeah. like, I don't know if that's how you shut down a country, <laughs> but like you know it's the old switch. movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and apparently the whole country's on lockdown right now. Uh, so it's like martial law, dude. Yeah. So that's uh, the wild thing. Even the, the, the games that were, uh, you know, just with no with no supporters, uh, there was a, a the Juvent- I forgot who, who Juventus played, but there's that video of Cristiano Ronaldo. Pretending uh, getting, to high five everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah, walking yeah. off the bus and he's like high fiving no one or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but so there is this like, uh, it, it's just a strange thing to see in in sports, but at, but to see it in soccer. Uh, so the interesting thing with Italy is that it, the 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 Serie A games are going to be canceled or at least postponed or whatever. Uh, but the Champions League games that are happening in Italy are still, still going, happening. baby. Like, <laughs> I mean, we're shutting it down, but only for the stuff we don't want. You know what I mean? Champions League still popping, and everyone's talking about like a big conspiracy theory that they they waited to shut uh, Serie Serie A down until after. Uh, uh, Juventus already took the one point lead in the table. Oh, just in case. They're- so they're like, all right, look, if maybe if we call it here and we say, okay, you're the winners, at least it's Juventus, right? <laughs> what, a, what a weird uh, conspiracy. They've won like seven times in a row. Oh, I don't know. The team that paid the officials. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're worried that there might be problems in the future. It's gonna stick with you for a while, they boys. They were punished for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. They, they got sent to Serie Serie B, right? Or- uh, I mean, people got in trouble. People got fired, but still, I mean, never goes away. <laughs> you know, you don't come home from stabbing someone. Everyone's like, he's good. <laughs> Let him around the knife. We gave him a little slap on the yeah, wrist. He learned good. his lesson. He basically was in a dorm for six months. <laughs> Everything's fine. Uh, so it, it is a it's a thing that people are now asking: Could it happen in 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 the U.S.? Could it happen in, in Major League Soccer? Will Will the XFL be shut down? No, <laughs> the important questions. <laughs> Major League Baseball already looks like it's been shut down from the attendance. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, I'm I'm a little worried that that it, you know it, it could happen here. I mean, you know, the MLS games are only what this will be their third week, but I, I don't know if it's the, the country is a lot bigger than you know than Italy or obviously, so there isn't like that concentrated like similar concern uh, of of you know the, the middle of the country. People are not touching each other. They're not talking to each other. They're very they're very religious. They're not you know they're not you know they're waiting till. Uh, right, they say howdy and they hold their hats. <laughs> they don't even shake hands. 
right? Is that what y'all do? <laughs> that's, what, that's, how, that's how it works yeah. out there. It's hard to shake hands when you're both on horses, you know? <laughs> Can't get that close. <laughs> you know, I, I went horseback riding when I was in uh, Costa Rica. All right, Jesus. Keep some of your information personal. <laughs> oh, you actual horse? Okay. Never mind. I was like, wow. <laughs> Thank God I did not stick around the weekend. <laughs> I went horseback riding. And uh, uh, so I went with my girlfriend and, mm-hmm. and, and also, like, obviously, there was like a, I don't know what you would call him, the guy leading us. Uh, Your Sherpa. <laughs> Your guide? The guide, yes. Yeah, the yeah, guy. yeah. I don't know if, 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 if he's on, because he's on a horse, there's a, a, a specific name. Buckaroo? <laughs> <laughs> Very nice man. Yeah. But then he was like, he was like hey, uh, uh, get close to each other so you can kiss. So you have to, not the horses. Us, yeah. Right. So, <laughs> what exactly? Why am I holding this camera? <laughs> but he, he was like, move the, like guide the horses next to each other. So you could take a photo kissing. Uh-huh. Very difficult to get close to another horse. Oh, guiding a massive animal. <laughs> yeah. Very difficult. Good point. That's what I'm saying. Alexis, yeah. you know your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, dude. Yeah. When it comes to aquarian, I don't know. What, what do you call a horse? Equestrian. Equestrian. <laughs> Yes, an aquarium. <laughs> I was that close. So, <laughs> Put the two coovers together so you can stick your head out the window and kiss. Yeah, that would be a thing too. Yeah, a little challenging as well. Uh, <laughs> Guys, I was what, maybe 16 when I saw the first horse ever that didn't have a cop on it, okay? <laughs> Give me a little bit. We really didn't have riding classes where I'm from. <laughs> uh, speaking of Coover, uh, uh, Coover got a was a, a big hit. On, yeah, on the internet, we it went wild. People made a uh, an ad for it. An ad for it. Yeah, shout out to uh, it was Benchwarmers. Yeah, Benchwarmers uh, guy, killing uh, Ricky, it. Ricky uh, made an made an ad for for, for the app. He actually made a logo and a everything. Logo and everything. Yeah, it's just great. Yeah, it's so dope. <laughs> so uh, yeah, a lot to look forward to uh, when it comes to you know future business ventures for the Cooligans. Yeah, and if you're listening to the show and we say something stupid, and by we I mean me uh feel free to photoshop it let's see let's see what this looks like it's just like alexis's imagination right yeah yeah visually like look all the synapses don't fire okay Mm. but sometimes that means genius comes out when it's translated by christian okay? okay so let's see what that looks like okay uh, we have to announce this very quickly. Uh, we will be going to Rhode Island for uh, the next uh, Project Go. Event. That's right. We're doing it again, baby. Okay. Everybody was expecting it uh, and waiting for it. <laughs> no, but we had a great time last year for Project Goal. If you do not know, it, uh, is an organization in Rhode Island that is uh, basically like an after-school program and an after-school soccer education program right. uh, for underserved kids. Uh, and it's uh, kids from underserved communities. Under, yeah, underserved yeah. kids. Does that still count? Yeah, that's the kids. I don't it's think that's ca- right. <laughs> it <laughs> sounds like kids who didn't get enough lunch. <laughs> oh, I got underserved here. As a whole. <laughs> Correct. Uh, I think they're both uh, yeah. accurate. Uh, but no, we, we will be uh, emceeing the uh, event again this year. And it's a fundraiser as well, which is really cool. Yeah, so. yeah it's, a, it's a really good organization. Uh, a great people that, that run it. It is, uh, again, it is free for the kids. So that's why they are raising money. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's a Rhode Island, Friday, March 27th. Uh, and it's in East Providence, Rhode Island at, uh, I'm going to butcher the name, Wenamoiset? 
Wanna Moiset Country yeah. Club. Uh, so go so go to projectgold.org uh, for more information. Wanna Moiset loves a woman. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's that's what it's all. That's where it came from. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's my singing voice, by the way. <laughs> that was me trying. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's get let's get into some uh, some news that is not as positive. Uh, uh, well, or you know, maybe <laughs> if you listen to us to hear about what's the most recent crime committed <laughs> by a former player, then yeah, this is it. Yes. Ronaldinho getting arrested at the border, detained. <laughs> he got sent to a jail, and the handcuffs were put on him. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to get technical here. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh he's not in uh you know in a good position right now. Yeah, Let's yeah, leave yeah. it at that. Uh yes, uh you're seeing Ronaldinho on the screen now. His brother behind him. Apparently yeah. they were using fake passports, fake Paraguayan passports yeah. to get into Paraguay. If you're gonna use a fake Paraguayan passport, don't go into Paraguay where they know what that document looks like. <laughs> <laughs> that's my first, that's and my also, first hint. And also they a hundred percent know that you're not Paraguayan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're Ronaldinho. Yeah, right. You're a very famous person. <laughs> Coming to America, no one knows who you are. We didn't even know Paraguay had passports. All right. Yeah. In America, they'd be like, oh, who is this uh, Puerto Rican guy? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. Look at this. We got a fancy Mexican trying to get in here. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's what uh, Brazilians are called. Yeah. Fancy Mexicans. Yeah. I mean, to the TSA agents, probably. You would have been fine, man. So, look, if uh, obviously Ronaldinho, legendary player, uh, obviously played for Brazil, played for Bar- Barcelona. Barcelona, uh, uh, everyone's a fan of, of him. If you were the greatest soccer commercials, the Joga Bonito, exactly. You the play- best soccer highlight compilations ever. Yeah, if you played uh, a FIFA anywhere from like 2001 to yeah. 2000, like you know, 15, you you always pick this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the Jordan or the Kobe of his generation. Yeah, uh, the, the 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 you know the skills on the ball it's ridiculous. was. Uh, I mean, for me, Ronaldinho was like I had never seen anyone do that with a soccer ball video games weren't advanced enough to capture how good he was like it was the opposite yeah 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 the you mo- know, sometimes you could do stuff in a video game you couldn't do in real life with a player this was the opposite <laughs> the, mo- the motion capture people at ea were like yo chill yeah. you're doing too much because we can't our computers can't even ca- capture all that there was like a guy in that in that like sort of black uh the, and the, yeah the with dots the, with, the, with the ping pong balls on him and he's like i don't know put this thing on a cat okay <laughs> i can't do the thing that that guy can do okay it's ridiculous so uh look <laughs> Look, he was uh, the last couple of years. Uh, Ronaldinho has been much more of an ambassador to the game. He's he's like on, you know, either doing commercials. He he, he actually did go back to Brazil to play for um, uh, not not Gremio or Atletico Mineiro or something. He went back to like his like or Corinthians, whatever, one of his like childhood clubs or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did that for a couple of years after he you've, uh, you've royally upset. Some Brazilians <laughs> by not knowing this. <laughs> Whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> one of those clubs. Out one there. of these. One of these little Brazilian clubs. <laughs> you know how nice you are to each other. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Everyone gets along. <laughs> but uh, but the last couple of years he's been doing much more like uh, you know uh, charity events and he's been more uh, you know public appearances and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, so he's considered. I think now I think his like official title is he's an ambassador for both Brazil the country and Barcelona the the club. Yeah. So now that he is in this uh, hot water, right? So right. It, so this is the strange thing. He was trying to go into into Paraguay for for a like uh for some charity event that he was going to supposedly. be at supposedly supposedly right allegedly. So he <laughs> so he was uh he's so he's trying to get him with a fake passport. The only thing that's really odd is that. 
be, uh, Paraguay and uh, and Brazil have some sort of agreement that Brazilian citizens do not need a passport to go into Paraguay. So that's like a cop pulls you over because your taillight's out and you're like, oh, I'm sorry. Let me move the cocaine in the trunk <laughs> to access this taillight and fix it. Why is your hand on your gun? You know? <laughs> so it's, you didn't even need the passport, you, bro. <laughs> That's what makes this even more ridiculous. He got fake a fake passport. He got illegal documents to go to a yeah. place he did not need to. It's, it's just like, it's like using a fake ID at McDonald's. Like, <laughs> bro, ain't nobody stopping here. <laughs> okay, it's like yeah. paying a coyote to get a metro card. You yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> coyote being the people that the transfer people you over that the go, border. Yes, exactly. Not an actual coyote. People are like, yo, the subway's lit. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty. It gets pretty crazy. Couple out coyotes out there. <laughs> so, what uh, happened to you on this horse? And you learned so, so much. I'm a changed man. Yeah. Uh, but no, the so now he's in. Uh, he's in jail. He is detained. Uh, Supposedly. So this is this is a, a rumor. This is, gossip, this is the gossip section of the, of the cool okay. uh, <laughs> We're spilling a little bit of mate. We're <laughs> <laughs> spilling all the mate. <laughs> Apparently, he's in a jail. Where narcotraficantes, like uh, massive drug dealers, cartel guys, and uh, political uh, political criminals are yeah. being held. Which is, by the way, why you put those two together? No, nah, no, nah, they don't need. <laughs> they're, like, they're just getting an opportunity to, to, to communicate a bit more. I feel like the problem is the politicians are working with the okay. narcotraficantes. It's no longer a prison; it's more of a conference room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> guys, you're going to jail. Also, there's a couple notebooks and a whiteboard. <laughs> You guys want to just talk about whatever you want. Anybody need, anybody need some tea? Maybe yeah. Coffee? Marshmallows? You good? We want to keep you guys away. Anybody? <laughs> caffeine? Anything? What's going on out there in Paraguay? So he's been put in there, and now they're saying that there's additional charges, which is why he's still being held. Yeah. But this, they haven't wanted this to get into the media. Again, these are all rumors. We can't substantiate anything we ever say on the show, including this. Uh, Please but, put a disclaimer, Fubo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what you're watching. I'm wearing a windbreaker. Since when do you take advice from a guy with a windbreaker on? Never. It's not a good idea. Oh, uh, I thought you were a lawyer. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Oh, I was wearing my my Sunday best. So, uh, what you want to call it? Apparently, there's some type of money laundering that's also attached to this. Okay. And people have been saying there's been rumors about uh, his brother not being on the up and up for a long time. And apparently his brother was the one who got him these paper, this paperwork. His brother's like, I don't know if it's a money handler for him or like an assistant. Yeah. yeah. Or kind of just like the guy who handles stuff for him because he's here to take pictures. He smiles. A lot of peace signs. <laughs> the only, you know the only good I mean? news is that uh, it also been, has been reported that in, in the Paraguayan jail that he is staying at, there's going to be a futsal tournament yeah. uh, pretty soon. So I think yeah. time, time to shine. So the biggest politician and the most important uh, narco traficante <laughs> in there, I think they're going to pick him first. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, this might, he might be a ringer. Yeah. I, I, mm. <laughs> I think uh, yeah, I've seen some of his game tape. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I have a good feeling about I'm it. I'm not sure we should pick him first. <laughs> Like, I'm going to kill you in the shower. <laughs> We're going to pick him first. <laughs> All right. We'll be back with more after this, everybody. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We want to bring in with a word for one of our sponsors, us. And you. Yes, Gully Squad. Hey, what's up, Gully Squad? Yo, what's good? Yo, you, you looking good, Gully Squad. Damn, Gully Squad. <laughs> 
I hope you come back this way home so I can see you again. <laughs> okay. I'm definitely catcalling Gully Squad. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we absolutely love you guys. And again, once again, uh, you guys are the linchpin of this entire organization. Yeah. Okay. This this crime family that we've created <laughs> called the Cooligan. Now you guys are you guys are the best. If it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be able to go on these trips and do the things that we do and get that additional content that we give you, Gully Squad. Correct. Uh, so uh, if you'd like to support the show, get exclusive content uh, and just uh, you know feel good about yourself, doing something great for, for the. Hang co- out on the Slack channel. Talk to your new friends. Exactly. You got friends now. You didn't have friends before. No. Now you got them. In <laughs> fact, you also got a fantasy league where we're giving away two hundred dollars. <laughs> That's right. We're giving away two hundred. Two hundred dollars. Not two hundred. No. Why you need all those extra letters for <laughs> two hundred dollars? Uh, so all you got to do is go to soccercooligans.com and click on the Join Gully Squad button and uh and uh, yeah all your dreams will come true we'll right. send you a pin we'll hang out we'll high five we hug sometimes it's not uncomfortable <laughs> it's fun <laughs> yes yeah it was a misunderstanding that <laughs> yeah christian doesn't like it but i do it anyway <laughs> so make sure to go to soccercooligans.com and, and join gully squad We are the, the funniest soccer podcast that you've ever listened to. Now we're the funniest soccer television show you've ever watched. Okay. All right. And not so, just that. just so happens that we the gulliest. Yeah, baby. Ah, how about that? A little throwback. <laughs> Look, me- oh, memories. Six, that was six months ago. Six months ago. Uh, this, to the uh, day. Uh, you know, this television show began. A new a, a new era in, in television in te- yeah <laughs> for yeah. us it's just old hat but for everyone else <laughs> everybody else is the like, game done changed folks <laughs> everybody watching is like man they, they really <laughs> this is monumental <laughs> no, i'm surprised that we're not uh you know all i don't know what national holiday maybe? <laughs> six months okay just get rid of president's day make it cool again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, let's do it. <laughs> uh, welcome to the gulliest national holiday of all time um Yes, so uh, more to get to. Uh, obviously, more news, more drama uh, in, in European soccer this time. Uh, we have to talk about Eric Dyer. Yeah, that's right. Going right in the stand. <laughs> okay, doing a Ronar test. Yeah. Jermaine O'Neal, okay. Malice at the Palace. Little little thriller at uh, White Hart Lane. I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Eric Dyer, uh, you're seeing it on your screen now. If you, if you haven't uh, seen this video, uh, where where you been? Because Eric Dyer jumped into the stands after uh, uh, after their their recent match. Apparently, his brother and his family. Yeah, his brother got punched supposedly, and they were being racially abused. This, so there's a lot of speculation. I don't know. Let's what. start with. I thought he was white. Okay. <laughs> I mean, what's happening out there? Y'all are you, separating by whites? <laughs> wow. What kind of segregation is going on in England, bro? What kind of old-timey racism <laughs> y'all got going on out there? Are you doing something like, is it religious now? Know, is it, is it kind of Catholic, Protestant? Or right? What's going on? Y'all got too much going on out there. <laughs> y'all got so much hate. <laughs> no, man. Uh, so, obviously, it, it's pretty wild to see a player uh, run into the stands at the game ended uh and he and, he's, and it was his own fans it wasn't the away fans yeah yeah so basically there was so much speculation because people did think that it was uh they they were racially abusing 
a player on Tottenham at first. That's and what the I brother heard. said something. Yeah, that's and, and the brother was defending or whatever. Right. Uh, and then then it became uh, they were saying negative things about Eric Dyer, and right. then his brother defended him. And uh, uh, so then Eric Dyer runs into this. <laughs> All, we don't know what happened. Yeah. All we know is Eric Dyer <laughs> had enough. <laughs> yes, Eric when Dyer. When he heard the final whistle blow, he's like, it's time for a little injury time. You know what I mean? He's <laughs> talking about the mushroom dude. <laughs> so he, uh, yeah, so just uh, the, the idea of a, uh, you know, a Premier League player yeah. running into the stand and, and basically being like, Yo, I'm about to throw some hands. Yeah, yeah and he yeah. was, and, and on video you see him saying, "That's my brother. That's yeah. my brother." You yeah, know, yeah, I'm like, yeah. "All right, whoa, whoa Eric." <laughs> Damn, <laughs> we heard you the first time, but like the fans are holding him back, and it's this thing soccer fans do, or like players when you injure someone or you hurt someone, you like caress the back of their head. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like you grab the back of their head no, to let them know, like, no, 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 we're friends, <laughs> and we're one step closer to making out. And the fans are doing that. They're like, no, leave him alone. And he could care less. He's like, that's my brother. Let's go outside then. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, so Maybe by the locker rooms, my guy. Eric Adaiwa, he's a central defensive midfielder, right? Yeah, but apparently Mourinho came out and was like, look, we shouldn't go into the stands, but I mean, I do the same thing. Okay. And that's paraphrasing. <laughs> Yeah, he pretty much said like, "Yeah, I understand you. You you do what you got to do, but don't do that." Yeah, you know. Yeah. Mourinho came out. He was like, "Yo, you know the vibes." Yeah, <laughs> you know what happens out here. <laughs> Watch your mouth, my guy. We got people listening. He's, like, right? he's like, "Yo, White Heart, yo, yeah. bro, White Heart until I die." All yeah, right? <laughs> well, yo, he, that dude was about to put the L in White Heart Lane. <laughs> so uh, more like Cold Heart Lane. So you know how we look. Do. He didn't. He didn't swing on anybody. Nothing ended up happening. I mean, but he did. He, he ended up playing the next game uh uh so he wasn't suspended but apparently i think there is some sort of punishment coming because you're not supposed to do that they can't set that kind of precedent where the players are just going to jump in the stands when somebody said something they did not like right? okay i mean look, here's here's my if for what it's worth here's my two cents here's here's my two pence okay <laughs> on this situation <laughs> Yeah, that's right. For, for whatever reason, I thought Mike Pence. I'm like, what is <laughs> yeah. this about? What's about yeah. to happen? <laughs> Maddie Pence. Uh, so here's my here's my two my two quid. Uh, I don't know what a, what you guys call it, Penny. I think actually Penny is an English term. Anyway, here's the thing: if you're being racist, why is the guy who goes to defend the guy being racially abused the one who's going to get in trouble? Now I know you shouldn't do these things, right? You shouldn't be jumping into the stands, but this one's for a good reason. So as far as I'm concerned, Eric Dyer should not get in any trouble whatsoever. Unless Tottenham is playing, unless this hurts Tottenham. <laughs> right now I'm an Arsenal okay, fan. Wait. I just thought about what I just said. Right? I'm like, wait, he's let the me start. Let me go back. You're giving back my two pence. Hold on. <laughs> if this hurts Tottenham, then yeah, you can't go into the stands. What are you going to do, right? <laughs> rules, <should>. rules. <laughs> so it, uh, in some other uh, news coming out of the Premier League, this this was a, a bit of a curveball. Uh, so I was surprised about this. Floyd Mayweather was uh, apparently in Newcastle uh, uh, at some event and he was being interviewed. And apparently, I didn't know about this, but he is interested in buying Newcastle United. He's serious about this, too, from what we're hearing. Yeah. So this is a, a, a little trippy because you don't expect Floyd Mayweather, the boxer, yeah. uh, the very, you know, holding a lot of money up to his ear kind of guy. That's how he's going to get the phone call that the deal went through. <laughs> he's going to put a rack to his ear. Yes, you were seeing him here with, uh, all, uh, you know, 
just uh, other people with uh, sexual abuse uh, allegations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. dealt with a lot in his past. Clearly, uh, he knows soccer players know who he is. He's <laughs> heard of the game of soccer. Um, I think, though, the funniest part of this is if this happens, you know how British fans like to talk a little spicy about their owner. You know yeah. what I mean? I dare you. <laughs> I dare, you better tweet it because you know he can't read it. But if you say it on Instagram, if you say it on Instagram, my man gonna come for you. Yo, okay, you better make sure that audio is muted, dog. I, you better hold up a piece of paper with that right now, man. Okay, so my man gonna be like, Yo. "Wasn't you the? You thought Eric Dyer going into the stands was the problem?" Yo, yes. Uh- but Mayweather will leave the box seats to yeah. come, at, come after you. Hell yeah, more like boxing seats. It's going to come down, drag your face up there and use it as a speed bag. <laughs> but this is what I love. The, the, the moderator that was interviewing him at this Q&A said, uh, he said, you're very interested in buying... Uh, Newcastle United, and then Floyd May- Mayweather corrects him. He goes, "We represented for all of America." <laughs> he goes, uh, "In the U.S., we call it soccer, but the Newcastle, the Newcastle football team, is an unbelievable team." Floyd said, "A hell of a team." Yeah, which is great. I love, I love the you got well actually by a guy who can't read. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, you might not know this, but uh, where are we from? Just uh, let me pat you on your British yeah. head. And let you me know ex- he probably doesn't know much about soccer. He's like, guys, look, we invented it. It's cute that you guys are playing. It, okay? <laughs> we call it soccer. I don't know why you guys decided to take the wrong sport name. <laughs> we yeah. have football. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> I also will buy Newcastle. Uh, NFL club. Okay, I'll buy them all. <laughs> I'll also buy a new castle. I'm, you know, I could, yeah. I could use one. Yo, let me get a shiny castle. <laughs> and you know he's gonna change the name to like Diamond <laughs> Diamond Grill FC. <laughs> it's only fitting. Yeah, right? Money uh, Team Football Club. Let's go. Okay, I'm on board. All right, TMT FC till I die. It's just Miguel Amiron with them just go fronts. <laughs> he's like, it's hard to play in these. Just shut up and get out there. <laughs> uh, we have to discuss uh, a couple at least one at least just one mls match that blew my mind right because lafc played against the philadelphia union i think a lot of people were just like all right philly gonna go out to the west coast get smacked get waxed by lafc okay vela was gonna you know he's gonna smack him with his ponytail uh, with his man bun or whatever uh but no this game was a a they came to play this game was a thriller yeah uh it was uh it was aggressive uh philly brought that meek mill energy right out to out to la like dreams and nightmares on the charter plane (laughs) because uh yeah this game was just uh the first half was just i think it it was the first half was one one out and the game started at 10 30 p.m eastern time i'm like all right i missed it because i was performing and then by the time i got off stage it was like already all I saw was tweets about this game. Yeah. The uh, goal, I saw the goal from uh, Glesnes. Yes. Because you had tweeted it out. Yeah. So I'm getting tons of notifications for it. I'm like, oh, what funny did I say on Twitter? <laughs> oh. All of a sudden has been discovered by the, by the masses. <laughs> Turns out I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> no, I mean, and that was a uh, moment. Jacob Glesnes, a center back, Norwegian center back for yeah. Philadelphia Uni. I believe this is, I believe this is first season. I could be wrong, but uh, the fact that he scores a goal like that. If you haven't seen this goal, just look up Jacob uh, Glesnes. Jacob with a K. Uh, yeah. I guarantee you, if you put Glesnes, there's nothing else that's going to come. There's not like a Glesnes construction company that's going to come <laughs> up above this goal. This might be the goal of the year in the second week of MLS. Yeah. And, and, and so this is 
and I, I'm even when I tweeted it out, I was like careful to you know what words to use of of like how impressed I was by this goal. And because, you went with David Luiz. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said because David Luiz did that goal in the World Cup yeah. that it was eerily so similar. Roberto Carlos is most famous, one of the most famous free kick goals of all yes, time. But Roberto Carlos's uh, goal curved. It was outside of the boot and it curved outside of the wall. This is this did not do that. No, it did not. It nearly ripped apart the wall. <laughs> this. Legitimately would have ruined someone's life. David Luiz did a similar thing in the World Cup where he just he just knuckled it so much that the you know the keeper wasn't gonna. That's be exactly what happened it. here. People thought that the keeper reacted late. No, it's that that ball so was traveling <laughs> in six different directions. It took a fork. No one knew it was in the rope. <laughs> so yeah, this goal is uh, is incredible, and I also th- it genuinely felt. Like one of the greatest goals I've ever seen, right? I mean, it was almost from like 40 yards out. I mean, the run-up is Roberto Carlo-esque where you're like, why is he going so far back? Yeah, He's yeah. not going to. No. I mean, he would never. <laughs> Who the hell is this guy? <laughs> you know, Put him on the map immediately, yeah, right? Yeah, wow. <laughs> and and you, you can sort of tell based on if you were watching it on, uh, on Fox, uh, on FS1, you saw uh, um, John Strong and Stu Holden uh, call it. And, and, and Stu Holden, as... The ball is traveling in the air, and he he's still like, oh no, he's not gonna take. Oh, he he took it. Oh my god, it's a it, goal! And when you watch it, it looks like the audio and the video are in sync. Totally, yeah. Because <laughs> mid air, he's like, I mean, clearly he's not, he would never take a shot. One, no one knows who you are, dude. Two, come on now. And three, what are you nuts? And as that's going in, it's John Strong going, go! Uh, yeah. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, I. So it was really one of the greatest goals I've ever seen. But I it, it, I had this. Maybe this is like MLS, uh, uh, we like, you know, you feel this uh, inferiority complex inferior, where you're like, I can't even say that this is one of the greatest goals I've ever seen because it's an MLS goal. And then people are going to criticize the goalkeeper right. and MLS goalkeeping and blah, blah, blah. And, and the wall, uh, everything, the grass <laughs> and MLS, it's retired grass. <laughs> I saw it when it was better five years ago. Uh, I think one of the things that's most frustrating about it is it wasn't until European like publications start tweeting it out yeah. and giving it that credit that a lot of other people, but it's, it's that PTSD of being an MLS fan. We're like, this is great. And everyone's like, well, let me break down all the ways where it's not. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The, and then, you know, we saw in the Premier League, right. Uh, Pepperina, uh, playing against Leicester, and and, the, and the last- I can't believe he's training for a marathon. <laughs> what a, t- a weird time to do it, weird, but good yeah, for him. Goalkeepers don't don't need to really exercise or run much, yeah, uh, yeah. but he chose to do it to run a lap around the yeah, around dude. the pitch. He's doing a ten k for some charity. <laughs> so I, we saw it with David De Gea against uh, against Everton, right? right? Uh, where uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin just you know oh, just goalkeeping errors. I think they got and- whatever the the goalkeeping disease that MLS goalkeepers had. It's over in the Premier League now. Yeah, that, that virus is now spread. <laughs> <The> virus. <laughs> and they're going to shut down England. Okay, we cured ourselves of it. Yeah, we're good, but now you got it. <laughs> okay. But here's it's a little hot potato. The, the thing we <laughs> the thing we did now, I'm hungry. Uh, the thing we did, I did, I tweeted out that uh, De Gea and said, just simply said, imagine this happened in MLS. And 
as soon as I caught a little wind and yeah, yeah. people were like, it just happens every day in MLS. <laughs> every game, there's a huge mistake. Like, just leave us alone. And now Pepe Reina, it's like, well. Nah, bro. It's just, yo, it's every week out in England. Apparently, it ain't just us, my guy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it, it, just an unbelievable goal. Philadelphia Union, not only, and, you know, obviously that was a great goal. Uh, Carlos Vela had the great goal uh, from, from, the, from the free goal. kick. And that's what I loved about this game, that it wasn't like, a, a messy 3-3. You know, it no, wasn't, it wasn't gr- like a weird scrap. It was know. just like golazos yeah. and just everybody's just like on point. It was one of those things like an old-timey war where like you shoot out the front line and they just come over and shake your hand. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. All right, we're going to go back and now we're going to try to do it to you, all right? <laughs> okay. Like it was like that. It was like yeah, a yeah. sparring contest. Sure, sure. It was very like uh, respectable uh, yeah. uh, a battle. Right, these are the terms of war, folks. <laughs> you got a good one on us. We're going to try to score a goal on you now. So the... um uh, the other thing, uh, speaking of Los Angeles, uh, the Los Angeles Galaxy uh, uh, lost their game. Right. Um, and uh, Chicharito, uh, two matches in MLS, has not scored. Uh, people are already, you know, the criticism is starting to uh, uh, come up. Yeah, but now even more because people are mad that he didn't show up for sort of media after the game. Yeah. He barely has shown up to MLS, okay? <laughs> so why you mad he has shown up to the media, bro? <laughs> yeah, he did not uh, uh, appear in the press conference. He didn't speak to uh, any of the reporters. And uh, look, uh, Corner of the Galaxy tweeted out a photo, which you can see now. You know, it's a huge amount of people that are out there just to talk to him. Yeah, he's an important figure. Everybody was very excited. Look, if you're if you're uh, you know welcoming everybody and and, and uh, excited when people show up, you know, at the airport waiting for you. Yeah, uh, this is part of the responsibility, right? You yeah. have to you have to do this, and and it's not. You know, I, I would even say that there's a double standard, right? He is a, a much larger figure. He's the most popular player in Major League Soccer right now. I mean, yeah. that's just so you have to. Uh, that's part of the job. He's the draw. Yeah. You know, he's he's the reason that people are buying those tickets. He's the reason people are going to that game. And if media, if this much media attention is coming to the league, I kind of feel I get where you're coming from. You're not playing well. Things aren't going great. You want to be focused and not be out there. This is kind of part of the deal of bringing you in. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the added exposure that the league is going to get because you're there. That's part of the job. And I think it's probably a big reason why he maybe never wanted to play in MLS or maybe didn't want to play in uh, earlier earlier in his career in Los Angeles, because there there is a little uh, there's a bit of like. Uh, this happens with comedians that like are from I'm from New York. Right. So a lot of times when you start comedy here, the it's there's a lot more pressure. Everybody yeah. like knows you. Yeah, your friends that friends are coming out. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of nice to like start somewhere else. Right. right, right. And obviously, he got to go to England and got be in Manchester United disconnected. Obviously, there's a lot still a lot of pressure there, but he's not sure. like. His, his, but you come back a hero because even if you didn't play well, oh, he played for Manchester United. Yeah, and and now that he is in Los Angeles, uh, dealing with uh, you know uh, the 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 Mexican media that are there, uh, the, the the Spanish media, they are uh, this the criticism is, is the spotlight much, is much brighter. On it's him, much closer sure. to you, and and I think this is a little bit of a sign of like why he may be appreciated staying in Europe longer. Why he didn't, you know, he could have he had should have gone to Columbus Crew. I mean. <laughs> You know when no one even knows what Mexicans are out there. They're like, damn, you light skinned black dude. <laughs> okay, you what you like friends yeah. with Drake or something? I know, man. But... <laughs> what, 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 what's your mom? 
but Are you Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, look, I hope he look. We're, we're I want him to succeed, and I but this this part of it, the dealing with the criticism, is part of the responsibility. Hey, it's week two. It's only going to get a little brighter now. All right. So uh, let's talk about some U.S. Uh, men's national team, youth national team. Get That's lot, right. Get a lot of U.S. soccer that we have to get to. Um, yeah, uh, in some good, some bad. <laughs> in, 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 let's start. Actually, start with uh, the positive. Let's start with the Olympic roster. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it was uh, revealed uh, at the. This was at, at halftime of the LAFC Philadelphia Union game. Uh, uh, the roster and uh, so I look. The last couple of years, uh, the, I think the last two Olympics, the U.S. men's national team has not made it uh, in. Uh, which is already so. It's what like eight years we haven't qualified. Something yeah, like it's, that? it's it's pretty embarrassing, pretty rough, and and it realistically is why uh, you know they miss out on the, the on the World Cup. Right? It's a it's a real it's a sort of like an inkling into how that gen the next generation of men's national team players is going to play. Correct. It's not an exact. But it's pretty close. So there's uh, a couple notable uh, names. Obviously, we have like the you know Reggie Cannon, uh, Justin Glad, Abobasi, Jonathan Lewis got in there. Yes, uh, uh, Mark McKenzie from Philadelphia right. Union, uh, uh, Aaron Herrera, Sebastian from, Salcedo from Bumas. That's right. So that was a, that was a big one. Who's from Park City, Utah? Which you were there recruiting him. So, <laughs> that's right. right? Okay. It's a work trip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, All right. I'm out on the slopes. You know what I mean? I'm still. <laughs> you just got to show that you're there to be there. You know what I mean? This is all work trip. So, uh, Georgia, we got Georgia Mihaljevic, Brendan Aronson. So, look, when you look at this roster, uh, I I'm optimistic of, of of like the talent that's that's on here. It is obviously very, uh, you know, a very young squad. But when when I see, yeah, they're the U23s. Yeah, when but when I see like you know Jackson Ewell, uh, uh, Reggie pa Cannon. Uh, Pax and Pomica. They As far as like my my main concern is really up front. I think defensively and in the midfield, I think they'll be fine. I I like. I'm curious to see. Look, I mean the forwards for uh, uh for the Olympic team: uh, Jeremy Obobasi, uh Jesus Ferreira, uh Jonathan Lewis, uh Yuli uh, Yanez, and Sebastian Salcedo. So yeah. Uh, so I'm like. I've never really seen these guys play together much. You're like, start them all at the same time. Okay? <laughs> so I'm like, need who is, what's the front three going to yeah. look like? Or what the formation is going to look like? Uh, but you got Jonathan Lewis, clearly a winger. You got Abobasi, clearly a center forward, as far as I'm concerned. So I think like you, they have placements. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Okay. Yeah. So I'm just seeing like, look, if they get a bag, a couple goals, uh, I'll be excited. Yeah. But like the pl other players that could, w would be possible uh, 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 to play. Uh, but I believe are injured. Like, um, uh, Timothy Weah, like, Sergeant could have said, could potentially play as well. Yeah, so but he was, yeah, I, I think he's more of a, a more. But in he line is for the first twenty three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm a little. Uh, I, I I just hope I, they have to qualify. That's really because this might not be the team that actually goes to the Olympics. Yeah, but they they have to qualify. It would just be look if they don't very, qualify, then I hope they cancel the Olympics. Okay, like <laughs> make it something else. Give us a chance. All right, in a couple six more months. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like if it, yeah, it didn't work out because yeah, uh, not our fault. No fault. You no. know, <laughs> we lost on purpose. Yo, we want to take care of these I, kids. I thought they should have canceled the 2018 World Cup. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, yeah. I said that just a precautionary. <laughs> Let's just go back. <laughs> so the uh, the other thing I wanted to mention is that the the women's team, the the, the youth national team, the U twenties, that's right, are going to the World Cup, the U S. Women, and by because they defeated the Dominican 
republic. Uh, I wouldn't say defeated, by the way. Uh, <laughs> okay. They allowed the Dominican Republic women's team to scrimmage with them. Uh, <laughs> no, well, look, the, at least the, the U.S. Uh, women, uh, these girls, they beat, uh, uh, they, they lost 6 nothing. Yeah. Cuba played the men's national team. I uh-huh. lost, lost. What was the scoreline there? I think it was like 2 0. <laughs> One now? <laughs> no, it was seven nothing. Oh, okay. So okay. therefore, Cubans are more generous. <laughs> is what you were gonna say just now? Dominicans are better at soccer. Uh huh. By one goal. How, what was the score when we played each other though? Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, but huh? the results really it's it's really what playing against the U.S. is <laughs> really what yeah, yeah. where it matters. Not when we play each other. <laughs> Clearly, each other. that's not a way to see who's better. It's how is it when you play the U.S.? Nobody's ever judged anything that way. No. Why would we build the sport around that? <laughs> no, it's uh, disappointing. I was watching this game. Uh, I, you know, I was excited. I'm like, oh, they, they, they the U, uh, Dominican uh, uh, women beat uh, Jamaica to that's make right. it to their first semifinal in any CONCACAF tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were thrilled. This is uh, super exciting, but obviously going against. Also, but like shouts to the people that tweeted it out. A lot of celebrities, uh, Miro in particular, yeah. uh, tweeted out, uh, you know, in support of the uh, Dominican women's team, which is great. It's a beautiful thing to see. Yeah, but where were you when they were down for nothing? Huh? Where were you <laughs> when the Dominican team was losing to Cuba? I remember that. Where were you? <laughs> okay. Some of us have been here since the beginning. Okay. Which is like roughly three, four years ago when we realized Dominicans were playing soccer. He had their first album. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, frustrating. It would have been unbelievable if yeah. the uh, Dominican Republic made it to the U twenty world. It would have been amazing, unreal. But there's a there's a lot of uh, potential, a lot of talent, and, and uh, uh, you know they, a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, the women that play on the team are um, either like American citizens of, of, of Dominican heritage. Yeah, and, they're people that can play for the Dominican. And Republic. so it's it, it's cool to see that uh, that part represented. But we as support well. women. Yeah, soccer. yeah. There's a lot of Dominican people doing the, uh, like everything they can to find like Dominican. Dominican talent to, to, yeah. to make the program better in, in DR. A couple ladies from the Bronx out there. Let's go. That's let's all we go. need. Take the hoop earrings off and let's go. Nah, play with these. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's, uh, some more U.S. soccer uh, drama. We started with the positive. Started with the positive. And now you're <laughs> Okay. Um, obviously, we've spoken about this very often, about the, the U.S. Women's National Team legal. I think everyone knows where we stand. Yeah. Uh, the, their legal case. Uh, and now a lot of the, the, the arguments are coming out. They, they are, are they're a matter of public record. And I think this is what's important, right? Because everyone knew this was going to be public record. Mm-hmm. So I'm just glad that they were reasonable. <laughs> no, man. Uh, U.S. soccer... <laughs> Uh, for, you know, from a legal standpoint, have leaned in uh, and not in the good way. Hey, no, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> they, they have leaned in to uh, I don't know if it's like a it seems like a like a men's rights blog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a little conspiracy theory. <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah, they they basically said, uh, you know, yeah, men- the first sentence is when is International Men's Day? <laughs> <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Just straight up Juan Agadello tweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's for the OGs out there. All right, so some uh, of our day ones. <laughs> so the um uh the, yeah they basically you know uh, to paraphrase uh men are stronger than women and right. why should we pay them equally? It it feels a little bit like that. Uh, it's like the beginning of a Maury Povich episode. <laughs> This yeah. is what you do in the first segment. Because you say something salacious to get yeah, like the yeah. audience like, ooh, I'm angry. Booing. I got to watch this. Yeah, so- but then by the end, it's not his kid. 
So who cares? <laughs> Thank God for that kid. This is just, uh, I, you know, going from the, the negative publicity received from when they hired lobbyists, right? Yeah. From that moment on, I clearly, look, you don't win anything by winning in the court of public opinion, right? You actually have to win the actual trial. Yeah. But this is just just bad, just a bad look after bad look after bad look. Yeah, even if it's they, like we want to love y'all, <laughs> even if they win this case, the yeah, the court of public opinion will have already decided like, yo, this is a trash argument to yeah. make. Uh, and it, 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 it legally, uh, you could understand they could they could uh, you know through legalese and w- figuring out how to word things, they could possibly win this case. But like, what are you winning? Like that's a kind of like the the mentality. Your nose off to spite your face. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, what are you gaining more by not paying the women uh, a, a fair uh, wage, or or do you genu- like genuinely think that they're asking for too much? Because that's not what I like. I could understand if you're like, no, yo, we ain't got it, right? But like, there's there's a there's a difference between saying you're asking for too much, but maybe you deserve a little more, versus. Y'all don't have the same chromosomes we do. <laughs> yeah. That's a big jump. Like, you can't take that back. I look, you they- can't unsay that. It's in, a, it's in a document you sign and you release it 24 hours yeah. before their, their She Believes final. Yeah. I mean, I, or it, semifinal. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a PDF. You can't even edit these. Nah, so. dude. <laughs> so. That came from you. <laughs> so, look, they knew what they were doing, right? They, they, they maybe it got to as far as the discussions they were like maybe is this the last resort of like yeah, yeah, where yeah. we have to go to but there's the only thing missing is like well we can't pay them we'll pay them a quarter less because of the periods <laughs> you know what i mean that takes but out a week each this, month this li- hey, you know what i mean like <laughs> there's literally wording in here that's like it's not sexist to say that men are strong like it says it in there yeah and so i'm like yo bro you're saying everybody's concerned that you're being sexist and right. you're like it ain't sexist you know? <laughs> now i know what you're thinking <laughs> Right? It's like when you do the uh, hey, no offense, but and you're about to offend. Yeah, 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 that's exactly what they did here. Look, this ain't sexist. But it, it, it have was, you ever noticed broads? <laughs> it in there? I, did Jermaine Jones draft this with, with all due respect? Yeah, it's with all that, due respect. Just, Not for nothing, but <laughs> just crazy. Yeah, we'll figure out. We'll like we have to stay tuned to this because this is like a, a going to be a crazy outcome. Where could they go next? <laughs> all right, we'll be back with more after this, everybody. Everybody, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We want to bring in the word from one of our sponsors, Project Goal. Project Goal, uh, a great organization based in Rhode Island. That's uh, right. And we're going to be there. Yes, we're going to be uh, hosting their uh, fundraiser, their, their charity event. Uh, it is uh, Project Goal is a, uh, you know, a nonprofit. They are, you know, an after school program. Uh, and and soccer tutoring, soccer education for uh, for kids. So it's like kids uh, that otherwise would not be able to like afford academies and and how expensive soccer can be. Right. We've uh, always talked about how the pay for play system doesn't allow everyone to get a chance to, to play in soccer. Uh, this is one of those organizations that's trying to find a way around that. Yeah. And it's a it's a great charity. I'm glad we're doing it. We're going all the way to Rhode Island. It's going to be Friday, March 27th. It's going to be at the Wana Moisit. Country Club. Yeah, I want a Moisset. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want a dry one. I want a Moisset, okay? I uh, want a Moisset Country Club in East Providence, Rhode Island. 
is dope. We're going to go. We're going to hang out. We'll be there. We had a great time. Last year, we uh, we were hanging out with Shaka Hislop. That's right. Uh, I believe there's supposed to be some New England Revolution players this time around. That's right. Uh, the, a little bit of a, like one of those silent auctions, too. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and uh, the folks from uh, Providence City as well yeah. uh, will hang out there as well. So uh, if you are in the New England area uh, and would like to support a, a great organization, uh, either by you know bidding on some of the items in the silent auction, whether it's like tickets to a Mark, uh, uh, you know, Anthony concert or like a, a, a autographed Mark Anthony CD or something like that. Or a Mark Anthony signed cleats, which was a real thing. <laughs> which was a real thing. Why? Mark Anthony is very involved in soccer. Yeah, apparently in Rhode Island, too. Uh, but it's a, it's, it's an absolute great uh, You foundation. can salsa in your cleats. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly. You can serenade your girl in them. Um, but it's a great organization. I'm really happy that we're going to be there. Friday, March 27th. If you get the VIP tickets, you get to hang out with us. So make sure you get that. All that money goes towards the kids at the Wanda Moisa Country Club in East Providence, Rhode Island. Yes, and go so go to projectgold.org uh, to get more information. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I've seen... And guess what? Neither do we. <laughs> I've seen TikTok videos, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I think I interrupted two girls doing a TikTok video. They were they were doing the same dance. It was two girls, one cup on TikTok? <laughs> yeah, I okay. was the cup. It was, it was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> No, they were all doing the same dance, and I walked by. I'm like, "What's going on over here?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, hello everyone. Welcome to the show. Uh, we are the Cooligans. Uh, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerrero. All right, we are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show that you have ever seen. That's right. And very rarely do I say this, but we're also the gulliest. Right. You know what? Yeah. It's been so long since yeah. you've said that, <laughs> <Yeah>. Alexis. <laughs> I feel like I don't say that every single time because I do say it every single time. Because we are the gulliest. We're right behind you. <laughs> you need to be reminded. I That's me running down the block. No, nah, man. I am absolutely thrilled about uh, tonight's show. It's incredible. Because uh, it's always it's always lovely when uh, uh, players come through here. Who's hoisted trophies. Yes. You know, we don't we, we haven't even met many people that have hoisted things. No, 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 no. <laughs> right. There's an EMT who picked me up that time I was roofied. A bit of a hoisting situation. He hoisted, yes, he hoisted you. <laughs> A certain weight, it's no longer picking up. It is hoisting, you know. He didn't have to hold me over his head and kiss me as he ran around. <laughs> I thought I was a little rude. Not a trophy, my guy. Put me down. I have been roofing. <laughs> yes, that's. Uh, we'll save that story for another day. Yeah. Uh, but yes, we are excited about uh, today's show and uh, and today's guest. Absolutely. Uh, uh, this man, uh, 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 you know, played Sporting Kansas City, NYCFC, Portland Timbers. Costa Rican national team. Exactly. Been to a World Cup. And now finally he gets to honor his career by being on our show. <laughs> Don't forget DC. That's right. Oh, also that's DC. DC. I heard DC from a, yeah, I heard from a little birdie. Uh, the Maryland legend himself. Put your hands together unless you're driving for the one, the only Rodney Wallace, everybody. Rodney. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for having me, of guys. Of course. Pleasure. DC legend. <laughs> DC. We didn't forget that. Bro. We were just waiting. <laughs> uh, Rodney, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, thanks for coming through. Uh, thanks for having uh, me, guys, for sure. It's absolute honor, right? Uh, I feel like the... At least for us, the first time we got to really see you play up close regularly was when uh, you were with NYCFC. Uh, you came from the Portland Timbers at, at that point, I believe. Beloved by the Portland Timbers. We Dude, heard treat them well. That's hard. That's love right there. Yeah. That's love. <laughs> Green and gold. Even one of our biggest fans, a guy by the name of Igor Igor Mortis. Igor was, Mortis, yeah, tattoo artist. Igor Mortis, guy, I got. I got that's that's my guy. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. We're uh, we're bonded for life. 
Yeah. <laughs> and All right. Because of the tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What else? Yeah. <laughs> Baby. It was just the tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put tattoo. It was just, just the ink. Just the ink yeah, on the yeah, arms. No way. Yeah. Uh, no, but he's yeah, he's all incredibly talented. He was one of the first people, uh, one of the first like Timbers uh, supporters, Timbers Army that was like uh, showed us uh, some love, and that and, and I think nah, yeah. he was like one of our first introductions to what the Timbers Army was really all about. So I, my first question, he's a real one, yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually stayed at his place he, when we were in Portland. Really? Yeah, he's yeah, got. He's did awesome. you guys see the chickens? Did you? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> got, did you guys eat the eggs? No, uh, nope. I think we did have for the one breakfast. He did got you eggs not? From the maybe chicken. you didn't know. No, that, he told us. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a couple. What of else years. did you eat over there? Uh, uh, nothing else. Nothing, <laughs> nothing that's illegal here in New York. <laughs> no, Igor, Igor, you're a good piece. Appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, no, Igor is the man. man. So I want to start there. How about for uh, your time with the Timbers and obviously uh, getting to, to win MLS Cup there? What was uh, what? What's it like playing? We have been to Providence Park. What's it like playing in front of the Timbers Army and playing for the Portland Timbers? It's a, uh, it's a magical place. I mean, to this day, I still get the chills every time I'm, I'm in the stadium. I mean, as soon as you walk in, uh, you just feel, feel the atmosphere. You feel that love from the fans. And uh, it's, uh, it became even more of a home for me after uh, we won the, we won the trophy, we won the MLS cup. I think that that just kind of just, it was a staple. Once you get that, that star in your Jersey, I mean, it's, it's a different feeling from the fans to, to the players. You, We've always had that connection because it's a community. It's not just, it's not just Portland Timbers, the the soccer, the football club. It's a, it's a community. Realistically, we just talked about Igor. He tattooed me. We, you know, we've had lunch. We've had dinners. We've he's been at my house. I mean, Igor is one of the most loyal fans, yeah. um, and he's also a good friend. He's just, and that's how they, and that's how it is. It, it's a, it's a family. You know, for me. In Portland, the way that they embraced me, it was it was phenomenal. And then I went through, we went through. I'd say the fans and I went through this a, a rough patch, as 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 teams do, because of results, because of every uh, relationship goes through. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it was right. one of those things where yeah, we weren't talking for a while, and uh, <laughs> yeah. no, nah, but team uh, starts checking your phone. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what's what's up? What's your what? password? Y'all ain't even. Who's this Teddy in your WhatsApp? <laughs> <laughs> it's just the Timbers, man. Nah, man. He's the kid, it's man. It's just the Timbers. Like. Um, nah, but uh, that's what made us, that's what at least it made me closer to them because it was one of those things where I felt it, they felt it. It's a community. And then we turn things around and you mature as a player and as a person and you really see the big picture of what it really is what it really means to be a, a timber. Um, and it's not just on the pitch, it's, it's off the pitch. And um, that f- having having that knowledge and passing it on to the next players that would come in and, 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 and doing that, it made it so everybody was on the same page. And eventually we ended up uh, accomplishing the, the one thing that we all wanted as a city, and that was to win the cup. That's so dope. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah it's I, I, I wanted to ask this because... Uh, it's been on my mind for a while, and I never, I've never, we, we bumped into you a couple times, but 
the the that MLS Cup you scored in that uh, in that MLS Cup against uh, against Columbus Crew. Yes, sir. Uh, big game, but it was a very controversial call, right? Or non call. That's what they say. That's what they say. Supposedly, <laughs> it happened. Yeah. There was a ball that they're like, still they're still talking about. They're it. still talking about what it. Happened. Like, what, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, was it out of bounds? Like, we can yeah, watch yeah. the tape again. Just look at happened. It yeah. was out of bounds. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect ball. Yeah. yeah. What, was I supposed to stop the play? I mean, <laughs> yeah, that is uh, like if if. Bar would have been uh, existed. I mean, yeah, maybe it wouldn't have would have been called back. Who knows or whatever. It would have been called back. Uh, okay, maybe not. But I mean, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Yeah, I, I still got beer thrown on me after the goal, so it um, it doesn't change that. You yeah, know? I don't know if you guys uh, know know about that. I mean, I scored the goal. We went to celebrate in front of their 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 fan section that little triangle they have yeah and uh the nordeck i think is yeah that it. little that little space that they have over there um, <laughs> he's saying little so disrespectfully yeah it's charm yeah right there so, say, like a real estate agent yeah. would say it's charm <laughs> it's charming yeah. <laughs> um no nah, but we went over there celebrated and uh just got Cans thrown at us, beer, and it was yeah, yeah. I mean, it felt. I was like, oh, well, I'm back in, I'm back in times over here. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? So, yeah, yeah. um, they were salty about that, and they're still, or as they should be, if you know you're a real fan. I mean, you yeah. should be, you should be salty that the ball was out of bounds. And we, that passion swings both ways sometimes. And uh, we kept playing, but no, it was a phenomenal night for sure. We're here with Ronnie Wallace. Now, Ronnie, one of the things that you got to do, which is something that also we don't get a chance to interview a lot of people that have done this before. You got to play for your home country. You got to play for Costa Rica. Uh, I think you were you were at the game. I think, in fact, you sent the cross uh, to um, Urena, the game we were at. Urena, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah Urena. At Red Bull, Red Bull Arena. At Red Bull Arena. Yeah. It was the double header. It was uh, um, Honduras. You versus Honduras. And it was uh, before that, I think it was like uh, French Guiana versus Canada. Yeah. And all seven people that showed up for that, I think, had a good time. <laughs> It was a half the population of French Guiana, actually. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there was there was one guy chanting for Canada. I'm like, everybody relax. <laughs> don't throw your don't throw your back out for this one, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Foreign Malutas playing is not even allowed to be here. <laughs> this is all gonna get washed out. Let him be, let him be. Yeah, chill. just chill. Let him, let him kick the game. Let him kick the ball around a little bit. Well, you sit down and like get a popcorn. But you got to play for your country. What's that like? Getting the chance to play for your country, getting a chance to play for Costa Rica. Some of the some of the craziest, wildest, most hardcore fans we've ever met are Costa Rican national team fans that were sitting behind us and in front of us. And actually, <laughs> so we were quiet. We were very quiet. But we yeah. went just to enjoy the match. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like you got a chance to actually play and put on the Tico shirt and all that. Yeah. Is that something that you've been hoping for and wishing for since you were a kid? Yeah. I mean, growing up in Costa Rica, that's that's the that's the big price right there. If you play soccer, which most kids do. You grow up playing on the street. You grow up playing wherever you can. You idolize those players. You idolize every single player in in the league in Costa Rica. And then you you watch the process as they're on a national team. And, you know, those are your heroes. And they still are. I mean, I still get starstruck when I see, a, you know, when I see a player or that's a coach now, for example, and, and you shake hands with them and you're like, yeah, I mean, you are still the truth, you know, right, and you have yeah. that respect for them. Um, the the coach that we went to with the World Cup, Oscar Ramirez, he big star, you know what I mean? They call him El, El Machito. He was he was a big star, and that's it's it's funny to see how they how they were back then to then how 
how they are now. I mean, mm-hmm. they're compl- it's been a bunch of years, so they're completely different people. But you still see them like as as, as those as those, as those players in the air. I don't know if that, that mullet. mullet. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, a little haircuts, a little bit skinnier. Yeah, you know what I mean? But uh, your jersey. <laughs> yeah, nah, but uh, no, they were stars, and those were our stars. So you know, to be able to represent the your country was a huge deal. It was also intimidating, especially for me. Because I moved to the, I moved to Maryland when I was ten years old. So I left Costa Rica, moved to Maryland, and all I wanted to be was a, a soccer player. So I came to the states, and I was looking for a for a soccer team, and I didn't know how, how it worked. You know what I mean? Because over there, you you build yourself up to to play for the for the younger teams yeah, of, yeah, of academies the academies yeah. now. You know what I mean? So I went to try out for a, a travel soccer team in. in I didn't even have cleats. I had on Reebok sneakers. I had sneakers on, you know what I mean? And I was slipping all over the place, but they... But looking fresh, though. You know, know what I'm that? saying? But they, they, they knew it had something, <laughs> yeah. though. I said, just posing. <laughs> yeah, so... Are you celebrating a goal you didn't score yet? I'm just like I'm you here. Know. I'm here. My I'll shit's fly. fresh. So, like. so no, nah, it worked out. Um, and then in 2011, I believe, I got my first call-up. And... It was against the United States in, Cal- in Carson, California, and I ended up scoring in my debut. And you, you know, you can't write it anymore. You, you yeah, can't yeah. write it. You yeah. can't write it any better. So that was that was one of my hi- that's one of my highlights. That's one of my my biggest moments, just because I was able to score versus the the country that that gave me so much. A yeah, country that yeah. has given me everything. So it was controversial in in many people many people's eyes, but. It was an experience for me because I didn't know any of the players. They didn't know me. I'd never played in the in the league in Costa Rica, so I was kind of I was a stranger that just came into, yeah, just popped into the scene and and uh, it's on a national team now. Yeah, but I I deserved it because I was born in Costa Rica and I'm Costa Rican. Of and, course, you know I I earned that, but. It takes time for people to adapt to something new, to adapt to somebody they don't know, El Gringo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. It, it took a while for me to adjust to to that, and it took a while for them to adjust to me. But you know, now you looking back at it, it's it's all laughs because, uh, to be honest, when I first got there, I was I was shy, I was timid, and my Spanish. I, you know, I feel like it was a different culture for me, I, regardless of what it was. Yeah. You know, realistically, it was it was just different from what I was used to. For a lot of years, I was in America. So now I have to adapt to these guys that are all friends with each other and you go there yeah. and they all hang out with each you, other. You can't, you know, can I sit here? You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So no, nah, but the, the big challenge, I mean, like so I'm Dominican and when I go back to the Dominican Republic, the oh, every, every gap, if I, if, if it's three, four years that I go from the, the last time, it's the slang. The slang is new. The, they're all using all these new words and I'm like, I haven't been in the streets. Of the, like, I speak Spanish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know what you talk. So I can imagine I, in a yeah. team, I'm like, yo, what? You, I, I speak Spanish, but I don't even know the words you're using. You're, you're like, like, I haven't updated my OS. My, my, <laughs> my software yeah. is not there. You yeah, know what I mean? Man, I'm on, I'm on, uh, 2.8. See, 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 over to 5.0. I'm gonna come behind. Nah, yeah, but it's true. That's how it was. You had to reprogram your chip. And that's what happens to me every time because now, for example, I'm back and forth. And it's it's a hundred percent. I'm. I mean, now it's it's fluid, but you have to change your chip automatically. It just it takes time to to adapt to that, and then you have to understand the 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 connections, the lingo's. And I'm not. No one's really clicky, but 
you have to adjust to a whole different situation. It's like every little thing that makes you different becomes exaggerated. But it makes like you a better person. When I talk person, to Cuban sure. people from Cuba, I sound like I'm in the 70s because that's when my family left. Yeah. That's the language I learned. So now I'm talking. It's like I'm walking around like, what up, Jav, Turkey? They're like... <laughs> Saying, no, 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 that ain't how right now, my guy. <laughs> you need to go and get, button up the rest of your shirt, my dude. I said, it ain't like that anymore, yeah, my guy. Yeah. Geriatric ass yeah. out of my face, yeah. dog. Up, he shows up, up, he shows up with kids? a fedora and everything. One thing around, we we off that. But I got my Growing, get you know, spending a lot of your 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 youth in the U.S. Uh, I I've, I think I've heard you say this publicly, but was there ever any, I don't think that you were considering playing for the U.S., but was ever anyone ever trying to like. And that's kind of how it came about, because it was my rookie year at D.C. I had a good rookie season and, um, you know, you start to hear things and then articles start to to, to come up. Um, can't, is he eligible for for the U.S.? Um, he's Costa Rican. So those articles get sent over there yeah. and so oh like there's a costa rican playing in um um in the mls you know can he play for our national team so now it became that uh a bit of a i'd say a bidding war type thing and in my head i'm like whoa like what do i do but you know you feel you have that thing you have it in your heart where you're like i i want to i want to live that that childhood dream like scoring a goal and and seeing the way i celebrated when for example, my cousin, how do Wala score a goal or, um, or did a move? You know, I envisioned that for myself. And I was like, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't take that fire down. You know what I mean? Yeah. I gotta, I gotta put on for my, for my people. So basically yeah. it was one of those things where I was like, nah, like whatever it is, I'm going to go. And if I get the call up, I'm a hundred percent going to go. Okay. So, yeah. That's how I am. When I picture eating pizza, I fold it. You yeah, know I mean? you're, you're like, like, this is me. <laughs> I'm, I'm close to the core. Rodney, we were talking about Costa Rica and uh, and playing for the team. We were just in Costa Rica for uh, NYCFC's uh, uh, CONCACAF Champions League match. Versus San Carlos. Okay. Uh, which And then, uh, speaking of it, with San Carlos, we thought the game was going to be in San Carlos. And we, we almost drove two we hours. We almost drove away. three hours. For no reason. <laughs> for food, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, was okay. I mean, that's what you we would have done. The food at? I'd be like, look, let's not take the full L. Let's just go eat over there. And we'll eat over there. We'll do 90 minutes of eating. So we'll have some 45s. We poop in the middle. <laughs> Give ourselves more room. But, uh, but I, and speaking of that, we were when uh, when we were going there, uh, one of the first people we reached out to was like, yo, Rodney, we're going to Costa Rica. Why should we eat? Why should Facts, we be yes, doing yes, out yes, there? Yes, we yes. didn't say like, want to hang out. We didn't say, want to get a drink. We said, what do we eat? They didn't yeah. even say hi. No. <laughs> no. Where to eat? There was no vowels. Where eat? <laughs> Question mark. We're hungry right now. Yeah. So it's uh, like the, the interesting thing. So you you told us about uh, La, La Pataconeria, which was a, a great place. If you're ever in Costa Rica, go to uh, Pataconeria. It's absolutely Christian's delicious. girlfriend was like, I just want fried plantains. She's on a very strict diet, but that she can eat. And she I was like, the whole you took us to the Mecca of <laughs> fried plantains. It's hard to explain, but, uh, but as many French fries as McDonald's has, the they have discs of fried plantains. Fire, fire, fire. Yeah, so it's, it's a, so good. Ideally, like a, a sandwich, but made with the, 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 the bread is right, the plantain. Some people say patagon bisau, but patagon is just fried plantains. But a lot of them are like in cup shape or yeah. flattened or like it's like the, the crust of a pizza with food on top. It's just fried plantains everywhere. <laughs> and he's Dominican, yeah, so he was happy. Whatever in 
them. It's yeah. Yeah. It was great. Good. So I was it was a great suggestion. But another one that other people suggested, because speaking of Matarrita, yeah. uh, because people were like, oh, he people were saying uh, he he eats this thing called caldosas. That was like the thing he grew up with. He's you from know? a different he's from the south of Costa Rica, I guess. Uh, which and, is a bag of Doritos cut open. I'm not making this up. And they put <laughs> ceviche. Yeah. And it, you would think it's... Just- We're in. <laughs> you had me at Doritos, by the way. You could have said anything. You could have said like, and then a small child farts in it. I'm like, I'll air it out a little bit. Let it out. Get <laughs> yeah, with the Doritos. But uh, the Doritos, okay. Yeah. yeah. Where you They're find good. all these gassy kids? <laughs> what's in the What's in the water? Oh yeah. So was, uh, uh, we were appreciative uh, of, of the of the direction. Is it? Are there? Did you try that? The Cardosas, yeah. yeah. We actually found it. Um, we, we we were in San Jose. With pepper and everything? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they said, do you want it spicy? And I think we got just a little bit. because We were, we're in, uh, in Santa Ana. Okay. Santa Ana. That's where he's from, right? Yeah. yeah. So it was. Uh, no, so, actually, he's not. He's No, he's no, not. He's from. Where is he from? He's from a different he's, saint. There's all saints down there. <laughs> <laughs> when they were naming the country, somebody had a Bible open or something. Everything. San Jose. Santa Ana. <laughs> Santo Cristo, <laughs> Sancho Panza. Is all. Do you do you tend to miss the food in Costa Rica, or is it? I mean, I, in New York, I'm sure there's options or similar things. Or no, you, I do miss it, and that's the first thing I did when I landed was go to that exact same restaurant. And okay. I was like, yo, these guys need to need to come check this out. Okay. And uh, I, obviously, I over ordered. But yeah. I, that's that's natural, right? Yeah. Some would call it that. I wouldn't categorize it as such. <laughs> so, some would call it a, a yeah. normal, right? a, a normal amount of In food. In a moose bush, if you will. <laughs> Just a little prep for the palate. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, you don't have that food. You you, you can find it in in the uh, United States, but you, it's not the same as when you're in Costa Rica. So you gotta you gotta go all out. And well, was the there. difference between I, one thing I noticed about Costa Rican food is it's very similar. You have a Caribbean side, so it's very similar to Caribbean Latino food, which we have. And there are differences between Dominican food and Cuban food. Primarily, that Cuban food is better. But then oh, when really? you try like the Costa Rican <laughs> version of these things, I'm like, oh look, another loser to Cuban. Food. Like, okay. It's just a little different. Like. <laughs> Oh, we win again. Wow. <laughs> Shouts to Abuela. It's just the seasonings are a little different. So like, it's like, it's cool to try like Gallo Pinto is very similar to something we would call like arroz con gris, but it's just like the seasonings are a little different. The way it's cooked is a little different. So it's cool to try all these different levels. So yeah, you could probably Fact. get similar food, but you're like, this don't taste it the same. It doesn't taste the same as when yeah. you're there. Like, yeah. for example, like you said, the Gallo Pinto, it's just, you want to go and get it at that place where you just know where it's good. You yeah. know, either you go to your aunt's house or you go to... La cafeteria, you go wherever it is that they, you know they make it the right way. So yeah. every time I'm there, I try to just automatically hit those spots before I have to do whatever I have to do because I know, you know, it's always on the go in Costa Rica, but the food is the first thing that you got to do, right? Yeah. Right? No, I mean, right? why are you looking at me? You know, you know that's the answer. When first, you, second, last. When you uh, uh, moved uh, to Maryland as a kid, it, was that like uh, jarring that, that that you couldn't get the same food or was it was it noticeable or was that even an issue? No, nah, well, I mean, it, I, I moved with my whole family, so okay, my mom right. was just... So your house was little San Jose. Just right there. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? That's Amparados. That's where I'm from. So, yeah. I mean, my mom's still killing it in the kitchen. So I, ca- I couldn't complain. I grew up with, with the best food. That's and awesome. Now, um, now my wife is, is attempting to to do the same. You know, we're working on it as, okay. a, as a family. <laughs> as a family. Love you, babe. You know what I mean? It's also because, you know, like my grandmother taught my wife how to cook. My wife's Italian. Yeah. Taught her how to cook like a con pollo or like, you know, roba vieja. And my grandmother's like grabbing her hand and being like, 
that much salt. Like, yeah, there's yeah. no scale. And she's like, give me, give me a little white hand. <laughs> These two, yeah, not yeah. Three, two fingers. Yeah, yeah. You know, slapping stuff out of her yeah. hand. And she's like, how? And she's like, doesn't speak a word of English. My wife doesn't speak Spanish. And she's like, pruébalo, coño. You know, try it. <laughs> Does your day like mine? <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Okay, you're wrong. You do like me. Next. It's like little by little, but now my wife knows how to make that food. It is, a, it's sort of a, a connection to that culture. When, when you got a chance to sort of play for the national team and you came back to MLS, as a Costa Rican player, did things change? Do you, does it, because confidence plays a big role, especially when you're like someone in, who's as far, far forward as you are on the field. Did that confidence give you a shift? Did it make you play better? I think that the international stage just adds to your, it adds to your game. It makes you, it, it makes you grow. I mean, the competition's higher. <clears throat> the speed of, <clears throat> yeah. he's getting choked up. <laughs> the, the speed of the game is just faster and, and you, you adapt to different things, traveling, whether it's, you know, the the different cultures. So you grow as a person, which makes you grow on the field. And you have to you have to survive. It's a survival mentality because you're there for such a short period of time that you have to you have to perform. So you have no time to. OK, well, we have next next week. We have another match. No, yeah. you have to do your thing in the in the 90. There's 20 minutes, there's 30 minutes, there's six minutes that you get. You have to always prove a point and you do it for yourself, but you're doing it because you want to come back and yeah, come yeah. back and come back and collect as many caps as possible. Is there like a, are you harder on yourself? Any, like you take a bad first touch or you just like, is it easy to get in this negative slump or, or down on yourself when you make a mistake on that stage that, that could, can affect you can, and can affect your future? Oh man. I mean, depends on what you're, uh, depends how, how you're built. Right. I mean, Personally, it's uh, I know I'm not perfect. So if I take a bad touch, it might feel different to them than it feels to the fans in the States. It might they might start whistling at you every time you touch the ball. So it's more on how they react than to how you react, because you're going to remain yourself. But there are some players that have had a rough time because they they just have a, a terrible first three touches and now the crowd is against them and they're whistling at you every time you you touch the ball so um for me it's just been stay locked into your game do what you need to do and uh i know myself i know my game and i know that if i take a bad touch i I have to either get it back or make up for it in some other way that's just it's different but the crowds in different regions play a, a certain role. The, the whist- so you, you got to be ready for, the it, for everything. is a thing. I can't even whistle. I'm so jealous. <laughs> Yo, how do you do that? You know what I mean? Whistle <laughs> didn't even touch you. <laughs> and then they did. It's so loud. And we, we I went to this Aprisa match against Montreal. And, and I was know, just you like. You know what was happening, right? I'm you heard like, it. Yo. Yeah, it's mad like- disrespectful. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yo, it gets in your head. But is it disrespectful or is it like that they want, they expect. Yeah. It is disrespectful. Yeah, it is. <laughs> we got more of Ronnie when we get back. <laughs> Still here with Ronnie Wallace. Now, Ronnie, our listeners and our viewers right now are kind of realizing you're kind of a chill dude, right? <laughs> You're, you're, you're a relaxed it. guy, right? You always, you take it as it comes, right? A bit of a sailboat, right? <laughs> Wherever the wind blows, you know what I mean? It is, it could be up, it could yeah, be Yeah, <laughs> right. But like, you're also like an ultra competitive dude, right? You kind of have to be to have gotten as far as you've gotten. How do you balance those two out? Because when I picture someone who's like ultra competitive, I picture like pupils really dilated and like in your face and type A, but you're kind of like a, of a bit more of a relaxed guy. I mean, it took, it took years to, uh, 
Anger management? What'd you go through? <laughs> <laughs> I did time. <laughs> um, no, it took years. I mean, it takes time. It's, uh, I feel like I've always been chill and I do f- flip the switch on the pitch, but it takes time f- for you to really know yourself and, and to how to balance that out. And especially when you have kids, I mean, you, and I have, I have two girls, so patience is, is everything, you yeah. know what I mean? And once I, uh, I had Ivy, it was like, okay. You, that's your you, oldest. That's my oldest. He's five. Yeah. yeah I, I see, you see the picture a little bit differently, you know what I mean? But I mean, the game for me has been such a blessing that uh, I I take it as it comes. You know what I mean? I take the competition as it comes. It's it's uh, it's something that I that I can't I can't complain, bro. You know what I mean? I I I do get turned up for 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 training. I get turned up for games, and I get turned up. You know whether it, I, I win or lose, it you know we're we could still be talking about it in the locker room at, in training. You know what I mean? Just because yeah. it is what it is, you yeah. you want to win, but at the end of the day. You know, we're all boys. It's like, for example, like Sean Johnson, if 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 I'm, uh, you know, let's say we're playing 5v5 and, and something like that and I'm and I'm busting his net and I'm, I'm just scoring on him and I'm 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 talking smack to him and I win. I'm I'm celebrating that win because I earned that. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And if he makes that, if, you know, he makes that big save or whatever, like he's going to let me know. Yeah, right, like, right. You, you can't <laughs> you can't get past this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. It's it's those are the things that that really keep you uh, keep you in check, and and you need to be able to know how to manage those emotions. And some players don't, and they're the best players in the world. And some players do, and and they're they're amazing. But it's really uh, about how how you go about things. But that competitive edge for me is is probably the number one thing. It's always been, oh yeah, he's he's going hard no matter what it is. So uh, were there any uh, particular either derbies or matches or any rival teams that got you kind of hyped up a little bit more than than others whether it was maybe playing against Seattle maybe play against Red Bulls or whatever it was uh probably it was it was it was Seattle Seattle versus Timbers Timbers Seattle was always um you know you you had that feeling it was you you, you knew it was a it was a derby you know yeah. you prepare for the you prepare the whole week the result that happened the week before it doesn't even matter you scratch that you know whether you won or you lost or whatever mm-hmm. but that whole week you're preparing for that you know right. the fans are are preparing for that the the fans are lining up at the stadium 3 days before the game even even starts you know what i mean so you know you know it's real and uh i had many battles with I had battles with my boys. I had battles with with Eddie Johnson, with uh, with Alonzo, with uh, just different players. You're, yeah, you're, yeah. You know, you're out there competing. And, uh, and even if that's your friend on the other side, especially a Darby, as historical. <laughs> you know For those mean? 90 minutes, it you don't care? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You don't care. You're saying whatever it is that you have to say. Can you use something that you know about them? Like, yo, you you trash at the cookout. You hit him a little bit. Bring it out. You got to hit him. You hit him with personal facts. But no, it's a... You you have that uh, that different spark in a, in a derby, especially when it means that much. I remember I scored against uh, against Seattle at home, and um, I did a I gutted the fish. Gutting the fish is is basically um, yeah, yeah. you know an expression. So mm-hmm. I scored and I went in, and I, it was it was the last goal of to, to seal the game. And I went and I was just like gutting <laughs> this just this raw ass yeah. celebration. Yeah. I was like yeah. 
And the fans are crazy. So to this day, it's like, yeah, like Rodney Wall is gutting the fish. And some people are like, oh my God, like it's so offensive. Like it's a knife. And I'm like, I'm not holding hey, nothing. Right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not holding nothing. I'm just, I'm being gully. You know yeah. what I mean? So it was, uh, that's, that's one of the, the good celebrations, good moments for us in the, in the Timbers locker room for sure. How's, how is it from Seattle fans? Is there still tension with them or you? Or is it now that you no, sort of haven't been in that situation over there? I, I was it's, in Seattle for the MLS Cup. And uh, it's actually, it's respect. You know what I mean? Because they'll, 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 you played well against them. So they'll I'm sure talk, They'll talk. They'll say something to you. But they're not, you know, they're not disrespecting your mother or something like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, at least not that there in public. But I mean, yeah, it's not, they're not Costa Rican fans. It's a Prisa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could whistle, <laughs> but no, nah, no, nah, they 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 respect it because everybody respects the the derby. You respect that Pacific Northwest, uh, um, that whole vibe. You you know Vancouver, Cascadia, Portland, the right? Cascadia yeah. thing is. You respect it. At the end of the day, it's like oh, I remember that goal, but whatever, like pure class or or whatnot. You know what I mean? But you also have to know your opponent, and Seattle has had many many victories over us and we've beat them and, and they're, it's gone back and forth in the playoffs is that 2013 playing away I remember Ryan Johnson scored a Ryan Johnson scored the, the the first goal to start the series and in Seattle that fire lights up after yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean but Actually, it might have been. It was when they scored, and the, I, I was like this close to the fire, and I was like, "Oh, that that shit almost burned my face, bro." <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, it, it's stuff like that that makes the MLS exciting. You know, having Timber Joey at the game with the, you it know, makes it different. It just makes a difference because people see that, and people say, "You know what? That's the atmosphere that we want." But it's nice that teams like, like the Timbers are setting the tone, and and teams are are packing stadiums like that. So that's exactly what. This day and age, the game is, is that's what it's about. Entertain and the quality of the game. I mean, it's yeah. more than just the players on the field now. You know what I mean? To be right. honest, it's like you got it's a whole package and that gets the players going. Can yeah. we be a part of that? Yeah, yeah. You guys are the full, you are a package. <laughs> <laughs> we got some or something. It's a package you shouldn't open. Someone left it in the mall. We should talk about what's going on now. Uh, I know you were uh, playing with uh, Sporting Kansas City and you were dealing with some injuries. And then also, we, we should talk about this that's uh, on the table right now. Rewind. Because I've been, you know, if anybody follows Rodney Wallace on uh, on Instagram, uh, the CBD is is strong. We're starting right? to see why you're so chill. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all making uh, some sense. So we, yeah, let's talk about a little bit what's going on and 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 the the CBD company that you started. Yeah. So no, I started Rewind CBD. It's uh, THC free CBD. It's a uh, high premium. I have um, come up with something that I personally believe it's. It's helpful for the players because of what it did for me. So I wanted to come up with a product that, you know, was going to represent um, all co our culture in the best way possible without having to worry about um, the the drug test and, and the, the doping and, the you know, the stigma of CBD. Like I wanted to get away from all that and say, you know what, I'm going to make the cleanest, purest uh, product out there and I'm going to do it for for them for the for the rest of the for the rest of the players for the rest of the people i wanted to make something that was going to make them feel how i felt when i was going through my injuries and i mean honestly this this has been life changing for me it's given me a much better quality of life 
Um, it's, and it, and I, it, I was just going to say, like, it's why I don't know much about CBD, but I, I it, it's like every time I've ever used it. I don't. It's like one of those things where you don't know if it's working. I I, I can't tell anything. Well, I don't it's probably because you haven't been using the right product. Okay, okay. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should rewind and use the right product. I remember the first time I used it. I was like, I don't think it's working. My wife's like, uh, you're laying on the couch with your foot on the top, <laughs> and you've watched the same cartoon three times. I'm like, I think it's working. Mom, but the thing about this is, uh, it's it's. It lets you know what you're putting in your body. This is exa- this is the game changer. It's it's basically the QR code right here on the back of the bottle, and you just scan it. You put the code from each separate badge, and it tells you exactly what you are putting in. So there are no secrets, no uh, no contaminants that you're you yeah, have yeah. to worry about. It's it's pure, and it's exactly um, it speaks for itself. And what I brought you guys here, it's the, the lavender eucalyptus right. uh, bomb. Smells nice. So hey, okay. I mean, is this the open one, yeah. All right. It really does. Uh, it makes a difference, and uh, it's made a difference for. Sounds like that one from you at a high school. You know what I mean? He's right. like, "Are you carrying?" He's like, "No." <laughs> Unless you want. <laughs> no, no, it's, I'm kidding. Stop it's, playing it's, with it's, my. No, it does smell like. It smells my, like. No, I'm not with my my I like how you match it. I like how you matched it too. Um, no, you know what it smells like? It smells like a high end spa. Okay, oh, you like know that. what I mean? Because eucalyptus to me is yeah, like no, a spa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's smooth. It's good. It really does make a difference. And for especially uh, players that deal with uh, uh, a lot of injuries, you can imagine that uh, players deal with this stuff all the time where they're like, oh, you know, like they're they're homey uh, from the hood. It's like, oh, you injured? Like, you don't need to see a doctor. I know somebody. Yeah, the hood doctors. Don't do that. You don't need that. Street pharmacists, (laughs) if you will. don't need that. And that that, that actually takes away all that, all that. um, The necessary need for All those problems, you know what I mean? It actually could reduce any problems that you could encounter with uh whatever you're taking whatever they suggest you take so um i suggest you guys go check out rewind by rodney wallace spelled Um, exactly how you would expect r-e-w-i-n-d um and what i love about this is is you have a qr code on the back you know as as this industry continues to grow you know this is almost now considered almost like a byproduct of like the legal weed industry in a lot of places like California and Colorado. It's like, oh, we have all the CBD. Like we have the ability to have all the CBD. You never really sure you know where you're getting it from. You never know if it's there was a lot of cafes in New York. that were saying like, oh, we got CBD smoothies. And then it turns out what they actually it? weren't putting CBD in there. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So you don't know. You have a QR code. It's like, nah, son, you got yeah. like you check that. Yeah, it goes a- to the transfer market. No, like where yeah. you guys like it's the back of your car. <laughs> no, like yeah. it goes exactly to the to the facts. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? yeah. The, yeah. The back exactly. of the car, like your expected goals. <laughs> your goals Per, per 90 <laughs> right they got it for the, for the cbd yeah, no, the qr it, code takes you to mlsaco.com <laughs> matt doyle breaks down the tactics of each well, cbd is impressive yeah bro. look at the heat map on that one <laughs> when it comes to uh players and and let's say without cbd what what would players do to try to deal with nagging injuries i, I can imagine in soccer there's I, I mean i play soccer once a week occasionally and your knees are just like, my back, my knees. I'm like, I don't know. Am I doing this right? You know? <laughs> How would uh, I mean, outside of like the physios, uh, you know, what would players kind of do to just kind of maintain themselves? Well, you have to um, you have to take care of your body. You have to either uh, whether it's diet, whether it's exercise, whether you're doing Pilates on the side or yoga or um, whatever it is that you're doing. You you have to do it, like I said, for yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just to stay in a, to stay in good form. I think that 
stepping away from the training facility and, and, and all that, at the same time, you have to, you have to stay in some sort of, uh, shape. You have to stay in a certain routine in order to, to get those, those get those results. Is there any, is there any player or, or maybe something you did, any routine that was super weird, like the weirdest one you ever heard from a, like a, a professional soccer player? Like remember when like NFL players started doing ballet? Oh no. Is that, Cause they said <laughs> oh, it would no. make you limber. Is no. there anything you used to do? I, uh, no. I mean, there's a lot of weird things that I used to do, <laughs> but we won't get into those. But um, you know what? We'll get to that when we get back after this. <laughs> I also want to say iTunes needs to go because right under our podcast logo is Clean Lyrics, which... <laughs> No, it ain't. <laughs> nah, not only do we not have lyrics, ain't nothing clean about it. We're also it. inventing words like Drilladelphia. Drilladelphia. <laughs> All right. We're back, baby. Uh, that, that's a throwback clip. You were asking me where I got that? I got that in 04. <laughs> that's right, yo. Macy's Herald Square downstairs. And then Diddy wore it the next day at the uh, NBA dunk contest. And I was like, yo, I got me a good one. Shots to my, shots to my old boss. Yeah, all right, so all right. Diddy, Diddy must have seen me wearing it while he was shooting up the club with shine. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Uh, so run <laughs> oh, God I hope I survived uh, Which we call it So obviously you're staying in, in, in great shape Right you're talking about this stuff How that certainly helps you get over injuries You've had some uh, surgeries and stuff uh, Do you want to tell us what's going on right now With your career a little bit uh, Yeah I mean if you If you want to talk about it obviously, <laughs> obviously you do not um, I uh Went through a pretty hard time last year, just in regards of injuries. And uh, I'm in a space right now where I'm recovering from those injuries. So I have to really focus on me right now and yeah. and, and take care of what I have to take care of in order to um, to really live a better life in general. I mean, having two hip surgeries is, is it's not uh, not the easiest thing to to recover from, but um but I'm getting there and it's uh it's it's a uh, it's something that rewind has been something that has uh basically opened my my eyes to to a complete other world so that's just keeping me busy and it's motivated motivated I wouldn't say it's a grind because I'm having fun with it and yeah. rewind it's it's running on its own and I'm doing things naturally organically and it just it's filling me in a different way than the game uh, was filling. It was okay. just filling me up. So yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting because now I'm in this predicament. You know, I'm I'm doing the rehab for my hip, uh, but at the same time, I'm taking care of this rewind, and rewind is really blossoming and taking care of of my family and I in in many ways. So yeah. it's it's interesting. It's one of those things where I uh, I have to think about the big picture, but. I am in a great place because I'm able to spend more time at home with my family and I'm able to uh, get great workouts in and really focus on what I have to do to to get back in, into the shape that I want to get back into. And Rewind has been um, the ambassador for all that. Yeah. I mean, you can see it. You're, you're smiling in your Instagram photos. Yeah, you, chilling. You're yeah. <laughs> possible yeah, i would yeah. say like i'm i'm you know i'm not, it's not like i'm not doing anything I'm, I'm personally enjoying my life to 
to the fullest. Yeah. I'm going to rub this on my whole body. <laughs> we'll be right back. We got more. <laughs> so you're going to shower with hey, Hell yeah. Babe, you smell. Yeah, like eucalyptus. <laughs> so what? <laughs> and I was saving on the water bill. <laughs> They gave us a TV show. What? Why? A ridiculous <laughs> decision. It has been amazing. Uh, so, with, yeah, so, so with that said, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerrero. And what are we? The Cool John Strong from Public Morph. I'm Meg Linehan. And I just kicked it. And I got goalie. And I got that bag. With the Cooligans. Would I say that they showed me the respect that I deserve? No. We got goalie with the Cooligans. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm going to cry in front of Rodney Wallace. Oh, my God. What a pizza. I'm going to rub some weed on these, on these ducks. I didn't expect to get so sensitive in front of an MLS by Cup champion. Way, by, the way, by the way, happy six months. Thank oh, you, thank man. you so much. 50th episode. Yeah, awesome. second trimester. Uh, <laughs> and we haven't been aborted yet. <laughs> we didn't even realize it was the 50th episode. Yeah. Uh, exciting stuff. Thank you. Uh, uh, for That's Fubo, incredible. Everybody you, Fubo. at Fubo uh, Sports for uh, putting this together. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, what a fun, uh, what a fun way to wrap a show. Yeah, but we still got a little bit of time. We obviously got uh, Rodney Wallace. How does it feel to be with people who got fifty episodes? <laughs> <laughs> Six months in, you guys look good. You're yeah, no, we true. did. I did lose a little weight since that first episode too. Thank God. Because you know I mean? <laughs> once I saw me on camera sitting on the couch, I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh <boy>. no, <laughs> camera had ten pounds. They got special cameras here <laughs> that had a Apparently 50 to 60 is from what I think. Maybe we should get those compression lenses, <laughs> at least for the one that just goes directly to me. No, I'm, I'm glad we were. Uh, I'm glad we made it this far. I'm glad we were able to be joined by uh, Rodney Wallace. Make sure uh, you check out uh, Rewind uh, and, and pick some up. Uh, www.rewindbyrodneywallace.com uh, and, right. and pick up uh, some CBD. That's right. World uh, record holder for longest URL. That's pretty <laughs> Rewind by RodneyWallace.com. You didn't want to put your middle name in there? <laughs> I don't think yeah. government status oh, in there. Let, just let your other uh, soccer friends know we're going to get you want to roast them if they come on this show. Yeah, as well. yeah, they got a little light roast. <laughs> light roast. But, but we're here to have a, a good time. So, uh, yeah, Rodney, thank you again for joining no, us, man. I, I hope you had a, a good time. I had a blast well. with you guys. You How, guys where does this sit playing for your beach. national team and scoring on your debut and being on the show? Which uh, did we did we bump them yet? I mean, the fact that I'm here on the six month anniversary, 50th episode, it's yeah. it's up there. I okay. mean, it's pretty special. Let's right. go. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, so, yes, uh, make sure you uh, follow uh, Rodney on uh, on social media. Follow us at Soccer Cool Again. Follow Fubo Sports. Leave a five star review to the YouTube channel. Uh, yes. And leave a review on iTunes. So with that said, for Rodney Wallace, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? The, the Cool. cool-